the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A prominent House Democrat is making the case for removing Iowa from the election season poll position as Correspondent Mike Grazia explains. In the aftermath of the Iowa caucuses fiasco that kicked off the 2020 election season, the highest-ranking African-American lawmaker in the House says it's time for change. Representative Jim Clyburn of South Carolina called for the end of caucuses Friday, maintaining they can be manipulated. Clyburn added he's been arguing for 30 years that the campaign season should not start in a state that does not reflect the demographics of the country. Clyburn also said despite his strong showing in Iowa, Pete Buttigieg has a significant challenge with South Carolina's black voters. Clyburn was interviewed on C-SPAN's Newsmakers. Mike Gracia, Washington. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average gave up 277 points, 29,102. The Nasdaq down 51. This is SRN News. Believe it or not, both parties agreed on something in Washington, and it was the same week that the president was impeached. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike to find out the immediate implications for you and your loved ones due to the passing of the SECURE Act in December. If you have an IRA, 401k, or any other retirement plan, there are changes and planning opportunities. To find out more, listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440, or call them now at 855-231-6010. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384.
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. 651-289-4477. We ended the... uh, we ended the last hour talking about um, talking about a, an issue that I care about, and I have people tell me I might care too much about, and that is what happens, what's happening with the deficit, which is now reached a trillion dollars. The economy I just told you is doing great, and it is. In fact, we're we're gonna we're gonna have a really uh, good time next week uh, visiting. Uh, visiting and talking with uh with jason crawford uh he runs a a blog we'll we'll put a link out to you so that you can sort of get prepared for this called roots of progress i've been very interested in the fact that uh one of my one of my abiding uh one of my abiding concerns is that is that people want to awfulize the news i'm going to talk about the coronavirus as part of this general this general concern, this general conversation, um, but one of my one of my issues has been there's stuff we sh- probably should worry about. And there's probably stuff we shouldn't worry about. I'm told r- repeatedly by folks that I don't worry enough about about climate change. We're actually having uh, our Winter Institute this year is happening uh, on the 20th and 21st. We're discussing climate change, and I'm bringing people who. Who believe that it's a who it believe it's a major issue, and we should be doing lots of things right now to solve that. And and they say, well, you're 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 underplaying the seriousness of the problem and the and the urgency of the problem. And I say, I'm not sure I am. I said I suspect what lies at the heart of where we of of our disagreement is. I think the world is improving at a faster rate perhaps than you do and i see lots of things there was a wonderful column that's been uh, that's been uh, put out a couple times uh, from uh, matt ridley one of my very favorite people wrote a book the rational optimist um and if you haven't read if you haven't read the rational optimist it's it, it do yourself a favor it's just it's a delight it's a tour de force and you should follow uh, uh matt ridley's blog and and it, which contains most of his writings that appear he's a uh member of the house of lords he's actually uh, from the area near where uh uh the annick castle program we have that we talked about last week with uh rich mcdonald um they're, they're from that place so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about those things but the deficit is in fact something that I do spend time thinking about, and the debt is something I do spend time thinking about. And let me and let me put it to you this way: the the deficit, it, the debt at twenty two trillion dollars GDP. I mean, none of us really 
have a good conception of what a trillion dollars is. Because it's a nominal amount. I can take a piece of paper and I can write down two, two, and then enough zeros to make that 22 trillion. So how does your mind capture that number? How does it conceive of that number? Well, one way to think about it, and one way that maybe makes it a little more real to you, is if I take that number and I divide it by the, the size of uh, the U.S. economy as measured in GDP. Well, okay, we could do that, and that ratio is about 110% which is pretty high. And we'd had, we had conversation even on this show eight, nine years ago about a book called This Time It's Different uh, in which it was argued that when debt-to-GDP ratios get to 90, growth inevitably slows down. I still think there's something to be said for that. I still think the debt's too high, but there's, there's a lot of argument whether or not we can do, do that. We have people who talk about... Um, modern monetary theory, which would suggest we can make the debt as high as we want because we can always print money to extinguish that debt. I can simply trade you interest bear I can take from you interest bearing debt and give you back in return non interest bearing money, and you'll accept it. This goes all the way back to uh, you know or sort of a different way of putting it, the debt is money we owe ourselves. Public debt is money we owe ourselves. And so as long as not too much of it is captured by captured by uh, foreign countries that don't want our currency, that's the important part. That's the part that got missed in the first telling of that story some 70 years ago by an economist named Baba Lerner. The, as long as they're, if they're willing to accept your currency... You're selling your debt to the to the Chinese or to to the Europeans or to anybody is the same as selling the debt to your own citizens. In which case, yes, you're going to tax them and you're going to return it to them based on debt. Now there are distributional issues and so forth. But the reason the debt really matters. So one way to think about it is the debt really matters because of that. But I go back to a project I worked on this project in Indonesia twenty years ago twenty. 20 summers ago. And at that time, I, I had a consulting practice and would do projects in other countries that were related mostly to monetary policy, but occasionally to fiscal policy. And this one was a little more fiscal and monetary. The question was this. Indonesia had printed a ton of debt to finance the building of, of lots of things around Jakarta. And then came the 1998, 1998 East Asian crisis. Interest rates shot up through the roof. The rupiah, the, the local currency in, in, in Indonesia, depreciated rapidly. And the economy went into a, a deep recession. Even two, year, two summers later, when I'm now visiting in Jakarta, I see tons of construction cranes that don't move. They're just there. Buildings half built and looking in pretty nasty shape because they had been in that state for almost two years when I saw them. And the question I was asked to answer uh, on this project was, 
was basically, is Indonesia going to go bankrupt? Can a country go bankrupt? Now, if you were to ask somebody that question, and if you ask somebody that question about an individual, well, individuals can go bankrupt even though they have significant income. It's just they can't convert that income to cash to extinguish the debt at the time that somebody wants to get paid. So they run to the bankruptcy courts to get protection and basically buy themselves time to pay it off and to pay it off on terms that probably are better than what was in the original debt contract. They renew, they use the bankruptcy court to renegotiate. This happens all the time when people tell me, well, President Trump went bankrupt four times. It's like, well, he had businesses, he had business adventures that, that uh, used the bankruptcy court four times. That's a more accurate way of saying that. Did he pay all of his debt? No, he went to the court and got some of those debts reduced. Guess what? That's business. That happens all the time. But back to this story. I'm asked, can they pay it back? And I said, well, you know, you, because at that time, the debt-to-GDP ratio in Indonesia was about 160. And for a developing country, a debt-to-GDP ratio of 160 feels pretty, pretty fatal. But my answer was, well, think about this, right? Indonesia has one thing that a lot of other developing countries don't have. It has a national oil company sitting on massive amounts of oil reserves. So in the middle of this project, I know I know nothing about oil engineering, the petroleum business. I, I you know, I've got I was going to say I've got a Hunter Biden level understanding of the oil business, uh, of the energy business. I, I, I I'm going to argue I might actually know a little bit more, but a lot of what I learned I learned trying to answer this problem, because it's like okay, Indonesia has a lot of oil assets. What are they worth? And how much of that is actually available for us to use to pay off the debts that the country had created? Now, why am I spending time talking about Indonesia? Because. Because. Think about the United States. We have $22 trillion worth of debt. And I worry about the And there's stuff to worry about there. And I've got candidates that are offering to spend tens of trillions of dollars more on health plans, environmental plans, uh, um, uh, infrastructure plans, uh, and all that. There's a limit to where you can go. There is a point where a, con- where a country can break. And that's my, dis- my fundamental disagree with modern monetary theory is there's a limit there. And then you say, well, then you'll just have to tax more. It's like it's, it, it, reminds me of the, uh, it reminds me of the story of the underwear gnome. Right? Then a miracle happens. No, 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 no. <laughs> you need to explain that part, okay? <laughs> you missed a step. But, but $22 trillion, our ability to pay that back is, I mean, Secretary Mnuchin's absolutely right. You need GDP to grow faster. The faster it grows, meaning the, the greater the wealth of the country then the easier it is to sort of absorb the fact that we have $22 trillion of debt. If Indonesia, my answer was, if Indonesia manages their oil reserves, and if prices stay within this basic range, it can afford to pay back that debt. It's not bankrupt at all. 
I don't think that was the answer that I was expected to give. I think that, you know, because I, I think people wanted it. It was interesting because uh, I never got invited back to work on another project on measuring debt sustainability by and, and was paid by Western folks to do that. Okay. But the spreadsheet that I used to create to tell them that, I came to understand was used for several years after I left by the Indonesian government to say, no, no, no. We got this. We'll be fine. Okay. Debts matter. Deficits matter. And the debt and deficit matter, not depending on, on, it depends in part on what they're spending it on, but it largely depends on the growth of the economy, the number of assets, the, that the, the wealth that the economy has created. And that's the way you need to evaluate that. Now, I'm going to turn to talk about coronavirus, but I want to focus on one very specific part of this story. And we'll do that right after this. This is the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Pressure washers. They spray water and get stuff clean. Sometimes it is quite that simple, but oftentimes there's a lot behind the scenes that American Pressure can help you with. What's the right nozzle to make that water spray at the right speed to accomplish cleaning without doing damage? What's the right heat to melt the grease and grime you've got to save on chemical use as well as protect the equipment you're spraying? See what we can do for you at AmericanPressure.com. 
We know you're going to love that brisket. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackShackBarbecue.com. That's RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is fourteen forty six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So I was trying to develop this hour in my head uh, this morning, and and it just feels sometimes like it mo- it's moving as I'm talking in the last segment. It's moving in a direction that's a little different than where I thought I was going as I was sitting down at the breakfast table uh, early today. And earlier this morning, and I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna let this, I'm gonna let it run in this direction because I, I, I wanted to talk about, talk about a, a number of, a number of things, but let's go back to this idea of a debt and deficits. And no, we, I won't, pl- I don't think we had time. I'm not gonna talk about it again. Um, the, but what Secretary Mnuchin said w- was, we need the GDP to grow faster than debt. Well, that's true of any any country it's true of any individual right i'm going to lend you money now uh and you're going to pay me back out of out of the increased production increased income you get from using that money in the way you said i just retweeted something that just happened to pop up on my screen during the break um and and i think this is uh, this was a quote from uh, michael milken uh, famous financier ran into trouble at some point, but um, Milken said, "You know, financing is an art form. You have to make sure, be sure the company has the right covenant to allow it the freedom to grow, but also to ensure the integrity of the credit. Debt isn't good or bad. For some companies, close to zero debt is too much leverage. For others, much higher levels of debt can easily be absorbed." The right time to finance its growth is not when it needs capital, but rather when the market is most receptive. And that's an observation that he's posted. I actually find find that interesting. Uh, find that uh, very very interesting. He's uh, Trent Griffin works in the PE in the private equity sector. Um, the same applies to countries, I would say. When people have lend, lent the United States 110% of its annual GDP, it does so on the expectation that it continues to function in the way it's always functioned. It, it says, we believe that the United States is the place we're most likely to grow our money, to actually provide us return of capital, and perhaps a little return on capital, particularly in a world where there's still 10 to 11 trillion dollars worth of debt out there that has negative interest rates you can still buy us treasury securities and even even at this ridiculously low rate of 1.5% at 1.5% it's still saying i it still says the us is capable of growing enough that it can pay me additional returns on top of giving me back my money in 10 years. It can pay me 1.5% interest because we believe in the growth story that's there. So what's, let me let me back up a second to be sure that you uh, 
uh, know what I'm know what I'm uh, referring to here. Um, a covenant is a condition in a debt contract that's that says basically, while you're in debt to me, you must do this or you can't do that. Okay. So it might be something to the effect of, of, for example, an example of a covenant that we're all familiar with. Most of us, when we take out a mortgage, are asked to take out mortgage insurance. That mortgage insurance is, in effect, a covenant. If you die, here's an ins- you must pay for this mortgage insurance. We're putting it into the contract. You must pay it in order that we will receive our money back if you should pass away. Right? So they'll mandate it, and at some point you can go back to the mortgage, to, to your mortgage holder and say, you know what, I now have 30 40% equity in my home. You'll get your money back if they have to sell, even if they have to sell the house. Do we really need to continue to pay for mortgage insurance, or can I self-insure now at this point? And many of us will renegotiate and get rid of the get rid of the uh, uh, personal mortgage intra- in insurance component of our uh, of of our mortgage payment All right that's an example of a covenant okay and businesses engage in you know when they take credit from a bank or from a from a venture capital so on these covenants are pretty normal it's just a matter of saying here's some guardrails Here's some guardrails that you might need to keep you from running into trouble. Okay? We would be more comfortable if we had these guardrails guardrails in place. They happen all the time. So what's a country's guardrails? What's the covenant that goes with the Indonesian debt? What's the covenant that goes with U.S. debt? Well, I think it involves a number of things. It involves a central bank that functions to try to keep inflation under control, which I think, which, unlike a lot of people, I would say the Federal Reserve has done a reasonably good job of. As I as I put out to you on, on at Pound KBRS uh, yesterday, they've just given their monetary report to Congress. We'll get some audio next week that we'll play in the first hour of Powell's testimony before uh, before Congress cuz he'll be up he'll be up there I think on Tuesday and Wednesday next week. Um but there's so there's some there's some items that will that will be there's some items that will be there. Um the that's one thing. But another thing that happens is you have to have some belief that at some point a country's deficits will not accumulate at an increasing rate faster than the growth rate of the economy itself. What Mnuchin expressed, you know what, I'm going to play it again. Can you get uh, the second cut of uh, uh, Mnuchin out there, please? Uh, let's play that cut. Again. Well, Maria, those are, those are very reasonable questions. And what I would say is the deficit right now as a percentage of GDP is manageable, but we need to work down the deficit over time. Uh, under the president's uh, budget proposal, we reduce that significantly over the next 10 years. 
And what we really need to do, Maria, it's pretty simple. We just need to grow the economy faster than we grow government spending, and that will reduce the deficit. And as you know, the president, when he took office, wanted to increase military spending. His initial proposal was to offset that with non-military cuts. We couldn't get the Democrats to agree to that. So a big part of the deficit in it right now is not the tax cuts. The big part of it is increased government spending. And as I've always said, uh, the tax cuts, I think, will pay for themselves. But that was always back-ended. Uh, in the front part, it was growing the economy. So the argument is the real interest rate. What's the real interest rate in the United States right now? It's probably about one-half to 1%. What's the, what's the long-term rate? I've been reading a lot about this lately. As long as the economy is growing faster than that number, the profile of the debt over time is that it stabilizes, that ratio stabilizes and begins to work back down. So if someone asked me, is the 110% worrying to you? It's like, I think you're worrying about the wrong thing. What you should be worried about is the difference between what it costs for us to borrow the money and the rate at which the economy grows. When it costs us more to borrow the money than the growth rate of the economy, we should begin to get concerned because that means that we don't have, a, we don't have an effective limit on the growth rate of, on, on the growth of the debt. Right. So when someone says to me, well, we can't put $50 trillion into a Green New Deal, it's like, I, I say, well, tell me what happens to the growth rate of the economy. I think it slows down, but I have not tried to make that case very strongly. You would need to, you might have an argument that goes in the other direction. Tell me how it works. No candidates that I've heard have made, made that case in that way yet. The other path of that, then, on the other side is, what happens when at some point people say, I don't want to lend money to you anymore? Because you can try to increase G, the growth rate of the economy, but the R get, is driven in no small part by the willingness... parts of the world where people have negative interest rates. And because they have negative interest rates, we're attracting capital. People want to invest here, and they're willing, us, willing to give us their money at very low interest rates. As long as that continues, and, and as long as we're still growing at 2% real growth, we can continue to do this. But that, but it means the economy has to grow, and that growth is a function of your capital, and it's a function of, of sort of the productivity, the creativity of your economy. Now, now I will turn to the coronavirus story, because there's an important element of understanding growth and how economies grow and why economies grow, and it gets me to this idea of what it means for us to experience the progress we've experienced in the last 20 years. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Imagine your cell phone is a voting booth. Every time you use your cell phone, you're voting for open borders, for gun confiscation, and for impeachment. That call to your mother just voted for abortion. Let that sink in. That is what you're doing when you spend money with the big mobile companies. Patriot Mobile is America's only cell service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for values you believe in, in the right to bear arms, the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and our vets. Right now, switch to Patriot Mobile and get a free month when you open a new line of service. That's right. Get a free month of service. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You can keep your number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one and get reliable nationwide service. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Gorka, G-O-R-K-A, or call 877-367-7524. Again, PatriotMobile.com slash Gorka, G-O-R-K-A, or 877-367-7524. Patriot Mobile, mobilizing freedom with every call you make. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with this half-price offer from Business 1440 and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for just $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, meaning you could save thousands this year. Call Business 1440 today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477. So take that story. That story is of how economies' growth rates matter. Why do they matter and how do they matter? It's because people... I mean, what's the wealthy economy? When I did that study of Indonesia, I focused on, on, I focused on oil because it was a ready resource and everyone could sort of recognize Yep, you can take that and use that to pay that. Here's a stock of oil. We're going to convert it to cash. We're going to pay down that debt. That's that's fine. But what's the real wealth of an economy? Is it 
Justice Natural Resources? Well, think of all the places that have lots of oil. How much? How many of them are really, really wealthy? And how many of them are really, really wealthy for all their citizens? And the answer would be, does it turn out really, really well? Indeed, uh, indeed, we give it a name in development economics. We call it the resource curse. Countries that develop at first because they have a large amount of natural resources, be them diamonds or gold or oil or what have you, typically end up less developed than places that had to develop a manufacturing sector uh, uh, that, that produced finished products or consumer goods. Places places in in uh, northern Europe or places uh, or 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 places like the United States, or or take Hong Kong, which became a manufacturing and trade hub, thanks in no small part, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, to a, a rules a set of rules that it had inherited from its occupiers, uh, the British, that were given to them and and used in a relatively benign way. Now turn to China and think about coronavirus. And think about the comparisons to what happened. In 2003, they were hit with the SARS virus. We had a talk here. We had actually a colloquium with a couple public health officials, the head of the medical center here at St. Cloud State, and a couple of our faculty talking about coronavirus here on Thursday. And one of them, uh, one of our public health, our community health uh, faculty member, had a very nice graph that sort of compared SARS and MERS and Zika and Ebola and all that. All of those things. All the wealth in the world might not make you feel better. You're still, you still can get sick. I th- thinking my, I'm thinking someone made a reference to the cruise ships and the fact that there are people sick on cruise ships. I mean, the, the, the hit to the cruise industry could be very, very huge. Um, however, the once the story I want to focus on is this. This story came out. Um, this story came out uh, last week, and 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 what ha- it basically asked the question of how quickly can we come up with a vaccine to to cure it? Because during SARS, the problem was it took twenty months. To get to a va- to get to a vaccine that was just ready for human trials, but advances, progress, has allowed them to move forward in a way that's really th- that that can get to the vaccines much sooner. By January tenth, the genetic code of the of the uh, of uh, this this new virus this this novel coronavirus had been posted there are pictures of it we saw pictures on the screen in our in our in our symposium our, our colloquium uh, just on Thursday and the genetic sequence is already out there from 20 months when mers came they had the they had the vaccine ready for human trial in 6 months now due to all the testing that they want to do it takes longer than 6 months to get it out there but the potential for a cure is there. And yes, I'm aware that there are there were reports that in Thailand some cocktail of different different uh, antivirals 
um, had been able to have somebody, you know, had been injected and someone felt better after getting that. Now, I don't know that that's a cure or not. That's, that's not a, that's not a laboratory test or a trial. We don't know that that works. Right. So you want to be careful. I heard, I heard, uh, I heard one of our hosts, uh, Hugh Hewitt, uh, say, well, I'm not going to worry about it because Thailand's got it, got it figured out. Careful about that. I would say we don't know that that works. We don't, there's a lot of stuff out there we still don't know yet. We don't know really the rate of, of spread. It takes more time than a few weeks to figure that out. But we know what the we we know what what the characteristics of this particular coronavirus is, and there are companies out there developing those developing those already. So I want you to think about it in this way. From twenty months for SARS to six percent six to six months from MERS, coronavirus, they think they might have something by March or April. So maybe they could cut the time in half again. That's progress. Another sign of progress that's happening in China is the fact that, that SARS appears to have had a, had a mortality rate higher than what we're seeing now. Now, 2% is a pretty high mortality rate, which seems to be the rate at which they're dying. But my point here is, is a lot of the spread of the disease is in part because China's so much better off. Their, their growth rate, their G, has been 7% on average between 2003 and 2020, and yes, it's 6% now, and yes, the impact on the U.S. economy will be there. Indeed, let me play a couple, let me play a couple clips right now to sort of get, get this to you. This is Barry Ritholtz, uh, who's a regular contributor at Bloomberg and owns a wealth management uh, firm, Ritholtz, Ritholtz Wealth. And this was, this was Barry on a, on a program on a uh, radio program that you would have heard on this station on Thursday talking about the impact of coronavirus on the U.S. economy. Go ahead. So when you look at the impact of this, it's going to affect uh, imports and exports out of China. Uh, it'll affect Australia and Korea and Vietnam. There'll be some knock-on effect in the United States. But this isn't the sort of thing, without it spiraling wildly out of control, this isn't the sort of thing that leads to a recession. So we have less than 1,000 deaths, right, which are tragic, and we have uh, about 10,000 cases. And I think the death rate is somewhere around 2%, which is high. But last year in the United States, there were 10,000 influenza deaths. The flu kills 10,000 people a year out of admittedly much higher infection rates. It's, a, it's about a tenth or a fifteenth of right, a percent. Very, so this doesn't cause okay. a global recession. But and I think that, so that may well be true. There's a couple things in that, in that to point out. Why is it infecting 10,000 people? Well, it happened during Lunar New Year, as we discussed here a couple of weeks ago. Lunar New Year means that, means that, Everybody there's about 160 to 180 million people in China getting on trains, traveling, and and so the rate at which the disease could spread would hap could be there was greater. The country has reacted by basically encouraging 
businesses not to reopen. It could well be that firms that we could have an entire month of interrupted interrupted economic growth. Uh, predictions happening right now. In fact, let's play this other clip. This is Ed Yardini, who's now an independent uh, independent uh, uh, economist uh, working. I think he's still affiliated with Oak Tree Capital, but I can't quite remember. This is Ed Yardini also yesterday. Well, we saw the market going down uh, on Monday quite a bit, and uh, that was it. I mean, uh, it wasn't it wasn't much of a correction or a negative response to the virus because uh, China's central bank started pumping liquidity into the uh, into their economy, and uh, we got a lot of good economic indicators out of the U.S. and also some of these purchasing managers. So the market's done remarkably well in the face of headline news that's still unsettling, like cruise ships uh, uh, being uh, quarantined and uh, China basically being completely quarantined. Uh, because of cancellations of flights and all that. So the markets have reacted reasonably well. And you might you say, well, that's just irrational. The econ- the markets should be going down. And I, everyone wants to want to emphasize bad news. And yes, every one of these deaths is horrible. No, None more so, I think, than the doctor who actually helped get the code out so that the, that, so that the antiviral drugs could be created. So that people could get to work on the research, he actually, you know, is a martyr for that particular drug, and I hope I hope he's remembered uh, Li Wenshang for a long time to come. And I, you'll notice I'm not discussing the role that the Chinese government's played. I'm, I'm I'm actually not interested in that. I'm interested in this point. When economies grow faster, they become more resilient to all kinds of things, including even the size of the debt and the deficit, including pandemics such as coronavirus, including earthquakes, which are extraordinarily deadly in developing countries and just really annoying and cause lots of property damage, but very few deaths in the developed world. As economies grow, their ability to deal with issues like coronavirus, like earthquakes, or even governments, presidents, prime ministers who engage in some wasteful spending, spending that you don't like. My point is my point is we're far more resilient than we were before because we are indeed wealthier. And wealthier gives us the ability to, to meet challenges and find solutions much more than we have before. And those solutions will go to everybody. I always quote uh, I always quote Joseph Schumpeter. I, I keep this as a as a on my signature file for one of my email accounts. Okay, the the Queen of England wore silk stockings. Economic progress is about making silk stockings available to the people that made them, to the workers, at vanishingly small prices. Progress in China will be found because. The virus is going to get cured faster because of progress. We're going to get the cure out there because of progress. I realize I sound like an optimist, but just like Matt Ridley, I think I'm right about my optimism. What do you think? 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477. We'll be right back. This is the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Tell the teacher we're serving. 
Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Good morning, America. Or is it? If you're one of the millions of Americans who did not sleep well last night, it's probably a pretty average morning. But listen up, you sleep-deprived people. There's good news. A breakthrough sleep solution called Pronto Sleep. And when we say pronto, we mean pronto. Pronto Sleep gently opens your nose to focus breathing and help you relax and fall asleep. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils to help you stay asleep naturally. And then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Too easy, eh? And in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep and 74% found it helped them stay asleep. So make every morning a... Good morning, America. With Pronto Sleep, available now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep from RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. You know who the best steward of your own money is. Learn the right skills by attending a free investing class near you this week. Call now, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477. So let me give you the, let me give you the punchline to this. Because I started talking about covenants, and, and people might, at the beginning of the second segment of this, and you might say, well, how does that relate to coronavirus and so forth? When you give money, when you lend money to china or when you decide that china is going to operate you're going to be involved with china you have to you, you understand that you're making partnership with a system 
And what's the system? There was a nice piece on this. And I will I will tweet this to you. Um, uh, okay, they look. The Chinese look at us and look at look at like what we saw last night on the on the stage at St. Anselm College, and we say to ourselves, "Gosh, they they look at that and they say, what a mess." They look at they 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 look at uh, the U.S. presidency and they look at U.S. politics and they say, "Boy, that just looks like a chaotic mess." As as officials in China would say, as observed in the Economist this past week. China's, quote, China's system is a meritocracy that selects highly competent experts to run the country with a track record of correcting their own mistakes. Yet at the same time, the party's propagandists lay claim to a very different form of legitimacy involving the people's love for and trust in one man, Mr. Chi. So sweeping is their praise of him that it leaves essentially no room for the idea that Mr. Chi could make ser- a serious mistake. This is the problem. People have invested into the Chinese economy, perhaps based on a covenant that says you can't mess up. You're, we know you, Chi, and we say you're, you're in charge. It's what are my problems with the U.S. presidency, and this is not going specifically to, to Donald Trump. I, I think I saw this in, in Barack Obama as well. The only I can solve this problem syndrome. I am the irreplaceable man. I am the, uh, without me, you can't do anything. I'm my own best pol- political advisor. Or, or the frequent use of the personal pronoun in the first person in most speeches that President Trump gives. I would argue that the covenant for the United States and its debt and frankly, that which has spillover benefits in terms of producing antivirals at lesser and lesser weight rates is the creativity that is harnessed within the U.S. system. This is why these some there are some things that make me absolutely crazy. All right, I'm going to play it. This is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez speaking. Ms. Hutchinson, I also want to thank you about... Go ahead, play Ms. it. Ms. Hutchinson, I also want to thank you about bringing up the poverty draft and this idea of a bootstrap. You know, this idea and this metaphor of a bootstrap started off as a joke because it's a physical impossibility to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, by your shoelaces. It's physically impossible. The whole thing is a joke. It's not a joke. Miss, it's not a joke. Right, she, she's as young as my children, so I, I I sometimes have to call her Miss, and I apologize if that sound if that sounds uh, dismissive or sexist. I don't mean it that way. I mean it actually respectfully, Congresswoman. Okay, let me appeal to your economics, which you which you studied at Boston University with some very good professors. I know. What we're describing is called human ingenuity. Bootstraps or shoelaces is just a metaphor, meaning for what happens, what happens, the, the capital that creates those antivirals, the capital that creates, that, that creates solutions to, to environmental issues is up here in your head. It's the wetware. 
What's needed is a system in which millions of people, each with a slightly different bit of wetware in there going on, are solving those problems collectively. I believe in collective solutions. I'm as much a collectivist as you are, Congresswoman. But I want my collectivism to be voluntary. I want it to be mutually beneficial and voluntary and spontaneous because spontaneous solutions arise because humans want to truck, barter, and exchange, as Adam Smith told us, because they want to do better for themselves. The Chinese people are loyal to, to President Xi because they believe President Xi has a plan for how they will boost themselves up. I don't think, it's, I don't think it works as well as the U.S. system. That doesn't mean it's not going to work. I, and I'm not sure that you can just sort of take the U.S. system and tell China, okay, everybody, one, two, three, change. That doesn't work either. We, tr we actually tried that after the fall of the Soviet Union. It failed miserably. That's a, different, that's a different radio show. But what I can tell you is, if it wasn't for people pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, no one would lend this country 110% of GDP. We'd already be in deep debt. We would be Argentina. Because in Argentina, you don't get the chance to pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. Okay, in it, it, think of think of uh, you can think of other countries in in Latin America that don't get to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Okay, Venezuela would would cry for a bootstrap. They don't have the opportunity to have one either. We'll be back next week with <laughs> talking about progress again here on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. Thank you, Wyatt, for production, and you're worth double the money. Ha, thanks, King. Appreciate it. <laughs> the Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it. 
If you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers how does the baby move in your tummy how does the baby eat can the baby hear me how did the baby get in there wow a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions but what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb not just after birth but nine months before at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-life across 